Man, oh man, do we have a good episode for you today. So, grab you a code one and listen to the Full Tech Podcast. Welcome everybody to the Full Tech Podcast. It's your host Smango. I know it's been a minute. It's been a long minute for some reason. I don't know. But today I got my buddy Nabe here from In the Keep. What's up, Nabe? Hi, Smango. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about the Windows 11 leak. Yeah, the Windows 11 leak. Uh, we're going to discuss some video games. Of course, we're going to talk about Quake. 25 uh the 25th anniversary and uh some in- interesting stuff there we might dive in a little bit of cryptocurrency i don't know it's kind of depressing but uh i guess we'll just go ahead and start what do you think about the windows 11 leak nape yeah what to do about i uh, think about leaks is, is it a leak like, that, that that's the thing is that, it really a leak who knows yeah, it's funny how we've it seen. Yeah, we've seen uh, in many times in the past, like the iPhone leaks and whatever leaks. I think that's marketing, just to get, kind of get a feel of what uh, everybody thinks of it. Yeah, because Microsoft also did some really bullshit moves <laughs> in the past. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that a, a a big like blogger or tech blogger had all these images already. Like, how's that? Why does he get it? Why is he the one with the leak? Yeah, it depends. Like, don't they have also a developer release? I th- I think like so. If- and this is really an early build. But the the, the kicker for me is when Windows. 10 was supposed to be the last windows right uh wasn't also mac os 10 the last mac os and they just wanted to do point something and now there's mac os 11 planned or something you know i don't know i i I don't i heard rumors about uh an os called mac os 11 because they want to get rid of that dot something so so i had a, a, a client today a user called me today and he was having trouble setting up his outlook in his iphone and i literally hated my life for like 50 minutes because i can't stand my iphone so i'm not an iphone user i, I have an iphone but i hate it <laughs> nothing yeah, ever that's... works right for me i don't know why and we had the office like for some reason his calendars would not sync we Deleted this stupid profile a hundred times. Try adding it. That's what the 
That's what all the guides say to do on, you know, the Google machine. And, and, and this guy was getting mad because he's kind of like the president of his company. <laughs> he's like, rah, 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 rah. I'm just like, bro, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to call Apple support. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of Apple, so I don't, I don't keep up with it. I know, I know enough to get stuff done. I will say that. Like I can set them up, get them on the network. Um, Maybe do a few updates, and it, mostly I've always just joined the Windows domain, and just have you know kids or people log into them, get Outlook running, whatever. But you can do some curl scripts, which is kind of nice to get a bunch of programs installed all at once. But that's about my extent of Apple. I know it's all free now, at least. So there's that. Like if you have a Mac, you get a free OS now. Yeah, depending. Uh, yeah, it's like if it's a new Mac and you get it it's if it supports that os you get it for free i think right yeah it's uh it's bundled with with a pc and you can easily upgrade yeah so i'm not from, a big mac user uh I, I don't have one i have set up a vm before in like uh a virtual environment like vmware and used it there but it it didn't feel right i know there's hackintoshes which might be kind of cool to try out uh, maybe I should try I had that, one. a Hackintosh. You had a Hackintosh. It, it ran pretty well, yeah. Yeah. It ran pretty well, but it was with a modified uh, BIOS. Yeah. So it, it, it behaved it, like a real Mac. So it, you can it could plug in the real install stick and it would identify as a real Mac. I always heard that uh, if you buy one of those... Uh, those uh, Think pads that they work really well as a Hackintosh. And you have to have Intel, right, too. You can't have AMD. It just won't work. Yeah, with the ThinkPads and some HP notebooks and, I guess, some Dell, uh, it installs quite easily. Yeah, it's like some drivers might not work, but then it's usually like something very minor, like a USB port won't work or something. Yeah. For the most part. Nowadays... Right? Nowadays, it's with most notebooks you have to remove the um, the Wi-Fi card in the Bluetooth. Yeah, that won't work without uh, replacement. Or you use just a USB stick for Wi-Fi, an additional one. But the, it's it's kind of an issue with the BIOS and some serial numbers that are whitelisted or blacklisted. So back to Windows 11. Yeah. Um, now, whenever I put this on the Full Tech Podcast YouTube, I'm going to actually install Windows 11. I have I have a copy of it. I'm going to play around with it and have it in the background while we're talking, you know. Uh, mm. But the screenshots I've seen, it kind of looks like Chrome OS and a, a flavor of Linux, sort of like whenever you click on apps, that kind of brings all of them up, kind of like a Mac does too. So they're... It looks like they're kind of stealing everything again <laughs> from other operating systems. And uh, the the start button's like in the middle, but it looks like you can, from what I've heard, everybody says, everybody's going to be confused. <laughs> you can move it over to the left again, like the Windows. Uh, I guess so. I guess. So you're going to be able to do that, it uh, looks like. But if I look at the Finder, it's not that different to windows 10 
and also some of uh, the options, especially the finder options, they look pretty much the same. Yeah. In the, this, maybe it's not really designed until the the last edge, but I don't know. Another big thing that's coming up is they're trying to kill Internet Explorer. They're finally trying to kill it again. And that's going to be interesting for people's applications that only run in the Internet Explorer. Oh, they will have a solution for them, I guess. I hope so. I just know it's going to be a pain. And it's going to be a pain for me. It's going to be a yeah, pain. Yeah, with, with all that uh, additional scripting they can do in, in the Internet Explorer. Uh, here's an interesting point. I forgot about this. Is They was working on Windows 10X. Uh, Windows 10X was a sort of a competition tablet to Chromebooks is the way I've read about it. And they kind of condensed, they, they kind of killed that, but kind of used everything that they learned and was making on it and put it into Windows 11. Okay. So that's where that's kind of coming to. Uh, yeah. They, they was trying to compete with Chrome OSs now because I guess Chromebooks are really taking off. And in schools, and, and in my experience, I've always dealt with Chromebooks in schools. It's never been anywhere else but schools because most schools are on a Google suite, so everything kind of just works. And it works fairly well. Like, I've never had, like, a lot of people hate Google suite. Uh, for their business, like uh, email, all the apps. But honestly, if you just use, if you start fresh with that, it's okay, in my opinion. It's convenient. Uh, now, I know a lot of people are just used to Microsoft Office and all that, but I mean, email's email to me anymore. It's nothing, I, I, like, I, I don't, people are just so used to out yeah it depends now it's that, it depends if you have like a company account on a what's it called exchange server uh-huh. without an official outlook of sorts like the microsoft email client it can be quite difficult and painful to set up yeah <laughs> yes um, but yeah, it's interesting. There's not a lot to the leak. It doesn't look like, um, I mean, mostly the yeah, taskbar and the, the installation is what's supposed to be different. Yeah. To me, so the images look like, okay, they threw a new icon set on the windows uh-huh. and yeah. But it still looks I mean, like windows 10. It, it still looks yeah, like windows 10 has, with a little... With some changes right now. now I yeah. mean, this is an early leak, so who knows what's all up their sleeve? Who even knows? Yeah, how? maybe they have the classic mode turned on or something. We have come a <laughs> like long way from Windows in, One. <laughs> yeah, wasn't it Windows XP with the classic mode and yeah, you the can still do mode. the classic mode without the yeah. arrow or whatever there or whatever mode there. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, you're a big Linux uh, guy, right, Nate? Not that big, but I use it quite often, yeah. Maybe that's uh, M15 
56k or whatever. What's his name? He he he, he hasn't been in the Discord in a while. Uh you mean Metro? Yeah, Metro. Oh yeah, we have to call call him. Yeah, what, what, I need to get him back on the podcast here. Talk tech. He he would be fun to come on and talk. Yeah, yeah Metro. It's been a minute. If you like. But uh, he vanished M66K. from the scene. I didn't didn't see him online. I, he never was a big Discord guy anyway. Yeah, but he was online quite often in Oak Marina. Like yeah. he came frequently. I miss Open Arena. I I haven't even got it installed right now. I don't think. That's sad. Yeah, it's <laughs> downloaded quite quickly. So <laughs> I I just haven't been able. Like I've been. So uh, the Quake fans YouTube channel actually hit 1K subs. So that's been my main focus. Of what little time I've had here lately is to get it up. And uh, I I haven't even blogged or wrote a blog post in forever. Seems like. Like, it's just been making videos trying to get to that 1K point. <laughs> so it finally hit yeah, but 1K subs, but now apparently I need to hit 4,000 watch hours. Or I, don't, uh, or I won't get partnered. I, I, I thought it would kind of come coincided with each other, but people are like watching a minute or two of video and just leaving. Uh, and I don't know why. Does that really count as a view? Yeah, it still counts as a view. Like if they click on it, it counts as a view. I, I thought it only counts if you watch a certain amount of the video. Then it's well, no. I, I guess view. normally my videos run from like six to eight minutes as a kind of normal video. Mm -hmm. So like watching a quarter of it, then they're just like, "See ya." No. I mean, so I, I'm sure there's some people who watch all the way through. I don't. Uh, know. How many hours do you have? Or uh, I got How over half, but it's still like, you know, that's like a thousand five hundred watch hours I need to get somehow. So I'm starting to think maybe I need to stream some more on there because that gets a lot of watch hours too. Yeah, or you have to place Easter eggs into your episodes. Yeah, I need, I need to, like, I'm getting better, but honestly, I just haven't had a lot of time. So it's kind of been got quick videos I can do. Mm -hmm. uh, just to try to keep for, videos for the going. longer ones. I I saw that what what's trending at YouTube at the moment those uh, mystery stories by <laughs> what, mystery stories. His name, yeah he he tells like stories about missing persons, haunted houses, and uh, mur uh, unsolved murder mysteries and and shit. Uh, Mister Ballen. Or something on YouTube, huh. and they have like things hidden in the video. You have to spot and report in, in the comments and shit. It's like a little game, and that makes the people watch all through. Okay, also the the stories are more or less interesting. So our buddy, uh, the mother loves his, uh, YouTube channel is getting ready to hit a thousand subs soon. He's at like 900 and something. And I would say he has the watch hours cause the podcasts are like 40 minutes long. So if anybody just sets some, listens to the podcast in the background, it's going to count towards the watch hours. So I'd say yeah, he that's will the be thing. Partners. It's, it's only audio content on yeah. YouTube, which is 
targeted on visual content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's quite easy for or so that, that's a bit easier for, for Motherload to to get this. And the problem with the four thousand watch hours is mm? you you have to get four thousand watch hours within a year. Oh, okay. it's 12 yeah. months. Then it like starts dumping off your watch hours from previous videos. So a big video that I'd done was when Warfork launched and it had all kinds of views, but now nobody watches it. They probably ain't watched it in two years. So that's, that's been a problem too. Like, so the Warfork video probably had the, it was a live stream too. So it, it had all kinds of views. And now that those views and watch hours just don't count because it was, it was way over a year ago since that game launched on steam. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember. So yeah, that's, that's a problem I've run into too is like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just a grind. It really is. It is. YouTube is a grind. I didn't know it was going to be this hard <laughs> when I started. It's, it all depends. Depends on the content you do. Yeah, yeah. Like Quake and Arena like, and first person, old school first person shooters is a really small niche, it turns out. Which I, I guess I should have known that going in it, but. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it, it's allowed me, it's opened up the community tab, which is good, and I can grow other channels now. So that's why I'm kind of wanting to do tech stuff too, because I can send it like when I make a video on full tech. Or make a blog post on full tech. I can tell people on the Quake fans, hey, if you like this content, here's my other content now. Yep. Uh, so to promote good. the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I can promote the other door stuff. Door opener. So, uh, have you played Open Arena in a while, Nate? Oh, I played yesterday. Yeah. Or some some days ago. Yeah, it was uh, three weeks ago when we had uh, full server on. On Red Mod. Yeah. Like 24 people playing like 12 versus 12 Clan Arena. Whoa, no what? Really? <laughs> really. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Was Dot still yeah, getting cussed like, regularly? A lot like... of South American dudes. Uh, I guess a handful of Europeans and then the US and Canadian dudes. But was Dot still getting cussed? Uh, Dots was also there, and uh, Kim, and uh, Stern. Yeah, I, I need to play again. the whole gang. Really the whole gang. I think even Trap from Japan connected. Trap was on. One point. Yeah. I don't remember exactly, but Acid Father was there, and uh, and some some people also had like fake names as usual. Yeah, <laughs> you can't never tell. So you don't really know. <laughs> I think Doc was also there. You you remember Doc? Yeah. The the guy from New York. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I I need to get back in the open arena. I I love doing the casting. I love when we casted. That was mm. fun. We need to do that again whenever they want. Yeah. The the guys uh, also asked about you. When yeah. when does Mango come back and? Do a new show for us. Uh, I'd love to any time. Just to, I mean, mm. like I I get my kids every other week. Yeah, I know, I know. So that's the problem. If, if I will ask them to do like a tournament 
If it was during the week, during like the around week. this time, I would be open 24-7. Like, during the week, I got to work, so it's like, I'm, I'm, I don't do anything. Like, I've been playing World of yeah, Warcraft. <laughs> problem with us, uh, with the Europeans, like, you cannot host a tournament at yeah. midnight, and you don't know when it ends. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh uh from my experience uh most of the open arena especially the team events there's always something that happens some guys missing some guy has connection issues or when local shows up for a tournament there's uh, also the the power issues <laughs> <laughs> Like he vanished from from, I think it was the semifinals mid match. Boom, power outage at, at his <laughs> room. So, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, but that's the thing with Open Arena. So, so we fun. have uh, we have went twenty five years of Quake, Nate. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. oh I thought about it. Uh, because I think Hadoukan posted some images and Violent Heart was uh, joining the celebrations. And I thought, like, oh, it's quarter of a century. Fuck. <laughs> I, I remember vividly running through the electronics market in Seoul, South Korea, to get maybe uh, a leaked copy of Quake, but they only offered me the shareware, which I all already had. So, well. yeah, that, so that was had, a big thing that id Software did that was giving the game away kind of for free, at least part of it. Yeah, how, how, how long was <laughs> this Quake shareware? How, how, how much could you play? Do you remember? Um, for me, it was wasn't the real deal because I knew there will be a complete Nine Inch Nails soundtrack to it, made by Trent Reznor. Yeah. So I wanted the the full version. It wasn't the sounds re, it don't or the music wasn't really included in in the shareware, at, le, at least not all the songs. And I, when I remember right, the songs were it was like wasn't it like a double system uh, CD they had like you put you could put that CD into a CD player and play the music oh I don't know I have the CD over here I've never tried you have to uh, look I think it's it's that uh, multi-standard CD yeah. thing they did it might so be. you can listen to the tracks on a, a regular CD player I think that was it I don't remember exactly. But yeah, Quake was big. It really was really big. Mm. Really, really big. Because it was like the... That's whenever John Carmack decided to start making like net... Online net play, right? It was yeah. Quake. It wasn't Doom. No, uh, no. Uh, part of... Uh, it was internet, the internet play. The internet network play, play yeah. was included in Doom 2, I guess. Yeah, okay. Like uh, 
a serial connection and IPX network and I guess even TCP IP. But how big is Quake really when you think about it? It created online play basically. Like cause of John yeah. It was the start of internet first person shooter. I, or I don't arena think FPS. People really un- grasp that sometimes. Like how uh, but it was Quake it was. was only with um Quake World. Like it wasn't released with the internet stuff. Quake yeah. World came I think in December of that year. And it was one of Wasn't the first it, it, 3D rendered games. It was one of the first games to use a 3D accelerator card, or at least first person. Yeah, shooter, you can could um, with a patched um, exit. You could start it like a GL version of of the the main program. You could run it on OpenGL or. Or on, I think there was even a, a Glide uh, interface, so yeah. it could run natively on the Voodoo cards without OpenGL. That I don't remember exactly. Yeah, it's but we played. It's been a minute. It's been twenty five years. It's been a minute since uh, <laughs> I even looked up how Quake was released, but. John Romero even said whenever they was developing Quake, they wanted it to kind of be like this playground for people almost. Like he wanted people to be able to code for it. Like that's why they made Quake C and uh, basically just let everybody do what they wanted after they made the game. Like who does that now? <laughs> does anybody yeah, do that now? You're right. <laughs> like... With every every major game, those server executables are not given out. No, like if you if you're watching the triple A games, they all are hosted on the company servers, like in Google Cloud or Amazon Cloud instances of sorts. Which is just strange to me. I don't like. Our latest arena FPS games, Diabolical and Quake Champions. That's our two biggest ones. Anyway, as far as I know, I don't think anything else has come knocking on the door that's even remotely, you know, had a player base. They they both don't allow you to have server binaries or kind of host your own server. Like Diabolical kind of does it, but it doesn't really do it. Yeah, it's um, yeah. It's I don't strange. know why why they do it that way, because it's it kind of helps to grow the community if you have your own servers. Like I'm sure it's like a double edged sword. Like you work, all these developers work so hard in this game, and you you probably don't want to give away everything for free. But I, I don't know what the problem is with, with not no, allowing can, mods now. Like, I, I don't... When did that happen? Like, why'd they stop allowing mods? It don't make any sense. Like, Team Fortress 2 still allows you to mod the crap out of the game. Has a server... Bra- I mean, Team Fortress 2 is old now. It's 2007 when it come out or something. So, 
I mean, it still has it still has an outstanding player base for how old it is. But look what it offers. It offers this server browser, all these mods, and just it's hat simulator now. You got all these collectibles. Yeah, it's um but on the other hand, this opens opportunities for Warfog, for instance. Yeah. Because they actively develop stuff. Like there's good development going on. If you look at the game, it doesn't look outdated. Mm -hmm. Like other games that are the same age. Yeah, Warfork's so, a good game. It, Warfork is a very... It's a niche of a niche, though. That's the only problem it's got for it. I think Warfork really could take off if they introduced, like, a DPMA uh, similar mode or movement or a vanilla Quake 3. They could easily gather all, all the players, or most of them, to their game. But Quake has spawned so many games. So many games. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> the original Quake engine, what all it's kind of used in. There, there was an article I was reading, and it talks about how there's probably a line of Quake code in every first-person shooter still to this day somewhere doing something. Because they had to create everything. They had to create, like, mouse look and... I crosshairs and i just it's kind of amazing how far 25 years this game was made and look how it's still talked about this day yeah like it uh, was the basis for like a lot of stuff we played and loved during the last 25 years there was also competition, like in the beginning, Unreal Tournament, and Unreal Tournament now, it's gone. Yeah. Like, it's gone. Quake Champions is still there. It's, it's partly maintained as far as um, Stink Era can. <laughs> we talk, his employer. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's his baby. Yeah. And you got to love him for his love to the game. So it's kind of cool for the 25th anniversary of Quake and Quake Champions. They released DM6, uh, man, mm. and they uh, released the old school Ranger skin, like the the Ranger guy or Quake guy. Like, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Have you not played Quake Champions in a while, Nate? Oh, when was the last time? I think I started it up two months ago and played a short round. Yeah, I think right I now. I think it was with you, even. You might have. If you, if you play right yeah. now, you can still do the event and get the Quake guy skin for Ranger. Oh, okay. And it's old blocky uh, Ranger, okay. the original Quake. You need to unlock to try that. <laughs> I have to unlock him. It's neat. It looks like a Minecraft person inside of Quake Champions. <laughs> That's what it reminds <laughs> you of. But yeah, the 25th anniversary of Quake. It's been amazing. It, of course, it's been a big, big part of 
everything I do online hardly anymore is around Quake, but it's it's crazy where it's come from. I I I didn't even think it hit me till today. Like I was like, wow, it Quake Quake really has been twenty five years. Even though I never did play Quake when it first came out, I was probably too young. And I didn't have. Oh, I played it right from the start. Like I even. I had Quake, and then I bought a Voodoo card, and I can still see the eyes of my friends as they <laughs> saw the GL-rendered Quake engine. Oh, I bet it was amazing. Like, they were all amazed by the PlayStation back, back then, and, oh, PlayStation is the thing, and blah, and... and the PlayStation back then didn't have any fil- texture filtering. Yeah. And the, I was like, come to my house. I show you something. <laughs> and <laughs> funny thing was, like, I had two voodoo cards because I wanted a special one with a TV out, but that wasn't available. So I bought the Diamond Monster without one. Yeah. And then there was an offer for that TV out card, the Miro High Score or what was called and i also bought this one because i was walking to the uh, through that store and it, it it was just in front of me and i was like mm, okay okay should i buy it should i buy it and then i was ended up with two voodoo cards so i thought mm, maybe i built another pc for that so i can do lan events at my living room and that's what I did. And so my my friends often came by and we, we played like a, a duel or something. Or <laughs> but that was all, I bet that was awesome in 96 doing that. So I didn't, uh, uh, the card, I think that was in 97 because I bought the, the cards later. But uh, we, we started to play a network in 96 at a friend's construction office his dad had had like a construction office with 10 pcs and we installed quake on everyone so the only uh computers i had access to was the ones that in like grade school so obviously i didn't play quake on them because i wouldn't know how then i would have had no idea how to install software on those guys uh no that was great times i would have i got i probably got my first computer in like 1999 Oh uh, yeah, that, that's when the, the, the first internet Quake I played was Quake Three, and it was the demo. So unfortunately, I didn't play Quake One or Two. Uh, I played Doom on the Super Nintendo though, <laughs> which was a bad port of that uh, game. Didn't you play uh, uh, GoldenEye on the N sixty four? No, no, I I didn't have a Nintendo sixty four. So I got a computer. Uh-huh. Then I started playing all the first person shooters on there. Then a bunch of my friends was like, you need to play GoldenEye. I'm just like, I'm over here playing Half-Life and <laughs> Team Fortress Classic. I'm like, that, and had OpenGL mode on that because I got a TNT2 uh, 128 megabyte video card. And, and when I saw Half-Life on that, you're talking about like probably how you guys looked at Quake because it's basically the same engine, like just a little bit, you know, the gold source engine. But man... Everything looks so good on that CRT monitor. I was just like, holy crap, this is the best looking game I've ever seen in my life. 
Then I went and saw GoldenEye. I was just like, what is this crap? Why are you guys playing mm. this? <laughs> ah, it's quite and it funny. Ran, it ran so slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, GoldenEye was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun because it had that cool split screen. Yeah, that multiplayer. was <laughs> But that controller was awful. Oh, don't get me started on And on it ran controller. really, like, have you played GoldenEye today? Like, no. In, in the... Like, I want try to, to play it now, it, and it, the way it, it, it feels like it runs about four frames per second. Uh, <laughs> I'll have I to compare it to, to a PC uh, shooter with mouse and keyboard. It's, yeah, it's very different, but it was fun back then. It's like Mario Kart. I, I actually just installed. Like, I, I like split screen games the other day, and it's really good. Hmm? I installed GoldenEye Source the other day for. Oh, okay. so it's kind of neat just to it's it, it looks and sounds just like GoldenEye but yeah <laughs> it in real time it playing on the N64 like you can't even capture it you can't capture how bad it is because it'll just upscale it kind of even if <laughs> it runs so bad <laughs> it really does it's not I, I, I don't know everybody does have the nostalgia factor for it I think but that's just me I never had a Nintendo 64 growing up, but I still, my cousins had it. And I thought it was fun. Like, Mario 64 is awesome. And yeah, that Mario Kart was was our game. Yeah. And the Golden Eye. We were on a brief sidestep to N64, I yeah, guess. I, I was going to talk about... That was uh, kind of off topic. <laughs> yeah, we've got way off topic here, but it's fine. <laughs> Uh, I, the first console shooter I really got into probably was Halo. And that, that's when I started really like learning about networking and stuff anyway. Like I, oh, like I always, I always I had my once. older cousin to set up all my like dial up and I never didn't know anything till I got in like high school and I started learning networking a little bit, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And the first networking equipment we ever bought was one of those little hubs. <laughs> that's just so easy yeah, to play I, it. I think that's uh, one of the first items everyone buys. Or a hub? Back then, like a Switch I, was way too expensive. Yeah. So you just buy a hub. <laughs> and it was it was still bad. Like all the like, they're dumb. Like hubs are dumb. They really are. They're just repeaters, Ooh. but they send. Traffic to every port. Yeah, but <laughs> if you if you go back further, like yeah. the coax BNC networks, I wish I would have got the experience. Of that be honest with you, just to say I. Oh, uh, you won't. You, you don't want to have that. <laughs> just to say I've done it. I I. Uh, I saved two LAN events because of my knowledge. Yeah. Because of my knowledge of those Ethernet um, or coax cards, you have to terminate them to ground. Uh, uh, you have uh, had to terminate the endpoints of yeah. the line. And you also had to ground the whole thing. Otherwise, some, some PCs didn't find others. And I came to a, a LAN event, and they were all like, 
what the fuck? I can I can see him, <laughs> but not him. And uh, and which IPs do you have? And blah, it's all the same. And like they they were, and I looked at the networks and hey, do you have like a piece of copper wire for me? <laughs> and I took the copper wire and just put it at the heater and on the network card. And all of a sudden, all the guys are like, ah, I can join the game. I can join it. What did you do? <laughs> it was like uh, the magician came into the room. It's crazy. What game was you guys trying to play? Oh, I think w one time it was uh, Duke Nukem. And the other time was <laughs> Descent. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But that was not for me. Like, I played Descent with mouse and keyboard. And the guys I went to, they played all with joysticks. And that game is meant to play, be played with, like, a multi-button joystick. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not for me. <laughs> I had a hard time beating that game in single player mode and watching them playing with the joysticks and like uh, wasn't for me. I'm the mouse player. Yeah. I agree. But it was Carl, I can't aim as good as I used to be able to. I just I just can't do it. It's just I I can't keep up with the kids no more. Mm. I just can't do it. Ah, uh, depends, depends. On some days, some days you have a good aim. Some days you have a bad aim. It yeah. just depends on how, how you're. I think I'm always just too tired in the evenings too. Like my eyes are always tired from looking at computer screens and on a computer like, all day. Then I'm just tired. Yeah, like my eyes hurt I right don't now because I've looked at computer think, screens all day. Uh, we can keep up like in an aim arena event with the really young guys, but. If it comes to team play events like TDM or CTF, yeah, there's other things that count. Yeah, true. Or make count. True. true, true. Well, Nape, I think it's been a good podcast. Uh, we're getting close to four, over 40 minutes of uh, <laughs> chatting. So, yeah, I think this will be a good episode. And, uh, We'll end it right here. So, guys, uh, check out fulltechpodcast.com. Of course, check out inthekeep.com. Uh, you can go laugh at uh, the mother load and join the Discord. Join my Discord. Have at you. And we'll have Nate back. And we'll see you guys next time.